everybody, I'm S.H. Johnson, and this is Changing the Narrative. That we have encountered in 2020, um, like most, a lot of times we have woken up and did not know what this day had it in store, if we would even make it, um, or for that matter, how we got this far. But with this particular episode, I just want to give us a gentle reminder um, for where we are, what we have encountered, and where we are headed. Now, I'm the type of person where I am not truly fond of the cliche, we're going to make it and you can do it. And, oh, yeah, God's going to make a way. It's not that I don't believe it, but you sort of get tired of the cliches, especially when the person that's saying it is just saying it. You know, there's no feeling behind it. Um, Or, quite frankly, that's just not where you are. So you'll find in this podcast that I am going to be extremely real, very honest. Um, But in addition to that, you'll also come to understand that the foundation of who I am is a saved woman. I grew up in a church, but please understand that just because you grew up in a church does not mean you have a relationship. And I, for one, have a relationship with God. Um, and I don't, I don't shun from that. I don't hide it. What for? Um, there's a lot of things about me that are very relatable to you all. And I think having that transparency gives us reassurance. I know it does for me. Like if I'm dealing with something, I want to know that the person I am talking to or listening to, um, even, you know, crossing paths with, they know a little something about it too. I want to know that you've been there, you know, you understand and you're not just filling me up with words. So, um, you're definitely going to get that from me. And also the people that, you know, come on, share their stories uh, that we interact with, that we interview, their testimonials, all of that. I want it to be organic and real. I'm not putting on airs for anyone. I mean, come on. Do you not see the times that we are living in? Why would I do something like that? What for? Anybody? What for? <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is we have been through hell and high water And yet here we are. And for those of us that are believers, you know, we pray, praise, worship, fast, tarry, shout, all with the gratitude or excuse me, all with gratitude and a spirit of expectation because we know who he is. Right. And so we believe his promises are yea and in him. Amen. We believe that 
weapons will form, but they will not prosper. We believe that we are covered by his blood and no matter where we are or what we go through, we know that God is ever present, even in these unprecedented times and these times of uncertainty and these times of God, what in the world is going on? <laughs> but at the same time, here we are. And so when I wrote this, um, God was just dropping these things in my spirit and we were approaching 2020. Now we are in 2021 um, and we have the opportunity to just reflect. Uh, some of us are still in the reality of 2020, um, still being taxed with the memories and experiences that were unfathomable. Yet here we are. We've earned the stripes from battles meant for our spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical demise. And we stand victorious. And some of us are sitting here like, how in the world do we stand victorious? Some of us are still wounded. Some of us are still afflicted. Some of us are still fighting. And some of us, unfortunately, did not make it. But that's the thing that we need to remember throughout everything that we have gone through, all of our armor that we have put on in order to get through, God has prepared us for such a time as this. Our prayers were preparation. Our praise and worship was preparation. Our fasting and tarrying was preparation. Our remembrance is preparation. Our reading is preparation. You see, the opportunity showed up when the doors had to be shut. What do you mean? When they said, we can't go here. We can't go there. I'm sorry, this is closed. I'm sorry, there, there's a certain amount of people that can occupy this space. Opportunity was present. When virtual connections became the only resort, your Zooms, okay, your FaceTimes, that's the only type of way we could connect. The opportunity to apply what we were taught, our praying, our praising, our fasting, our meditation, our words of affirmation, our readings, enhancing our knowledge, writing out those business plans, reconnecting with our family, that opportunity was revealed when we recognized the time of uncertainty was now. That's when that happened. The times that you kept putting things off, well, I got to work. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm tired right now. Well, I'll get to it when I can. That procrastination. And it wasn't, it wasn't that you didn't want to do it. We just allowed any and everything to get in our way. It wasn't that you didn't have the tools to do it because at this point in time, you can literally make an empire or excuse me, build an empire out of nothing. How? By doing it. Well, Shay, how do I do it? Well, 
All it takes is a vision. And what does it tell us? What does the word tell us? Write the vision and make it plain. You have dreams and visions, ideas that are only, only yours. God didn't give that to nobody else but you. It very well may be similar. Well, I want to open up a, a, a restaurant, but so-and-so open up a restaurant too. And that other person open up a restaurant too. And them three people, they open up a restaurant too. However, the ideas, the plans, the menus, whatever it may be is only yours. And no one can do it like you because you're you. There will never be another you. Someone can copy it. They can imitate it. But it's yours. And when we understand and learn to take power and ownership in who we are because of him, that's when things start to change. That's when our mindset begins to regulate. That's when we take back our power instead of giving it off to the situations and circumstances that allow us to go straight into destruction that lead us into our destruction, that lead us into our demise, that lead us into depression. We allow society to dictate how far we can go, how high, uh, who we can talk to, so forth and so on. But God has given you power to do any and everything. Yet we lose sight of that. So the opportunity to apply what you've been taught, what you've learned, what you know, who you are, who he is, is now. Because God still reigns on the throne no matter what. How do we know this? Are you able to listen to this podcast? Are you able to breathe, to inhale, to exhale, to look left and right? Are you able to see the light of day? Do you still have clothes on your back? Do you still have shoes on your feet? Are you able to take the keys, get into your vehicle, fill it up with gas and get to your next destination? Are you able to log in and complete tasks that allow you to bring in a paycheck? That's how we know. And even these things are simply materialistic. How about in the spiritual? How about in the mental? Are you still in your right mind? Do you still have your sanity? Despite all the chaos that's going on around you, do you still have peace? And if you don't have the peace now, do you still know it exists? It can still be obtained. God still reigns. Chaos and confusion running amok, but God will bring order. Consider the orchestration of things. Going back to what I said, the distractions that kept us from our purpose and our assignments were blocked. How were they blocked, SH? Well, they were blocked by you not having the ability to go outside. 
well, that's just something that the government regulated. Regulated, Of course, of course. But let's look at the big picture. If you weren't able to do this, that, and the third, would you then have the opportunity to get back into your reading? To get back into working out? To get back into writing your business plan? To get back into having some sort of clarity? To increase and strengthen your discernment? To reconnect with your family? The idea of returning back to school. Come on now. Opportunities are present. The opportunity to love again, to rekindle, to strengthen, to rest, to refocus. Even through the hurt and pain, opportunities arose for reflection, appreciation, even gave you the moment, the opportunity to grieve. And some of us have been going on about our day, to have been going on about our lives and haven't had the chance to grieve the losses that we took. Come on now. See it for what it is. The opportunity to be delivered the opportunity to gain comfort, even when all of this is going on. Where you wake up and you're like, I don't even know why I feel good, but I do. And for that matter, we say to God be the glory because he still restores. And so this is what we take with us. God is still in control. He knows our heartaches, our struggles, our sacrifices, our disappointments. He knows it all. But we've been prepared for such a time as this. You see, victory loves preparation. Ah, that is my favorite statement. I heard it on a movie years ago, and I said, I'm going to take that and run with it. Victory loves preparation. We rejoice in knowing that we have come out of 2020. Though we are bruised and scarred, we still remain victorious. We understand that 2020 or excuse me, 2021 can go either way. It really can. We don't know what's in store. But God has prepared us for such a time as this. See, I listened to uh, quite a few spiritual leaders and I think and praise God for the discernment because everybody that you listen to isn't always of the spirit, right? But when he shows you someone, when he puts someone in your spirit or, you know, puts you in their path, um, you try to spirit by the spirit. God is this of you. And if not show me, right? So I listened to Bishop Carolyn Showell and she was, really close with um, Bishop Iona Locke, who we lost recently. Great, powerful women of God. Um, She said something that was very, very powerful. And she said, we focus so much on the promises of God that we neglect the decision of God. And the way I understood that was, you know, his promises in the beginning, we said that and his promises 
are yea and in him, amen. Right? This is what we know. However, God made a decision to make that promise. So that, again, is something that we can rejoice in. God, you said you never leave me nor forsake me. He made the decision. So we thank God for his decision. Because again, he has decided that we are victorious. So that being said, because I'm not preaching, I'm just spitting out a message for our 21, right? This is something that we need to hold on to. Again, be reminded of. Some of us need reassurance. Some of us need a wake up call. Some of us just needed to hear a word or, or something positive. So I pray that it blesses you, that it is not of self and only of him. Take no thought for tomorrow. Baby, your situations and circumstances, your trials and tribulations, your bills <laughs> are going to be there. Do or die. But understand that those things are not, are not larger or comparable to the God that we serve. I've literally seen him turn things around in the blink of an eye. I will tell you this, this short story. When I was in college many moons ago, I had a debt that needed to be paid thousands of dollars and I was poor. I'm not even going to fake the funk. I had um, barely a hundred dollars to my name and I'm sitting here looking at thousands of dollars of debt that I need to pay off before I start the new semester, before I get purged. Some of us know what that, that means. All my HBCU graduates and students. <laughs> I didn't want to get purged. I'm on campus. I'm sitting here. I'm going to my classes in the first couple of days. But everybody know once everything clears, you know if you're there to stay or if you got to go. So I'm looking at this, this debt and I'm just like, God, what am I going to do? I don't have any money. My family doesn't have any money. I can't sign off on any other loans. I'm in the military and consequently, they're not even helping me. What am I going to do? I kid you not. I kid you not. I literally looked at this balance for a course of I, I, I don't know it's, it seemed like time stood still but I'm looking at it and I'm trying to to mull over it trying to figure out a, an action plan what am I going to do so forth and so on I kid you not when I clicked refresh that balance showed paid didn't know where the money came from, didn't sign off on any loans, didn't do a thing. I was sitting in front of the computer looking at it almost in tears because I'm like, I don't know what's getting ready to happen. It didn't say I had money pending. It didn't say, it didn't say anything. It didn't say you was awarded a scholarship, nothing. All of my financial aid that I had for the year was already paid out. Don't know where the money came from or nothing. 
sat there like, what is going on? I clicked refresh, balance said paid. Later found out that the very people that said there's nothing that we can do, the very people that said, um, I'm sorry, you have not been awarded. The very people that said, uh, you may very well have to go home. <laughs> Paid my balance. So don't tell me what God can't do. Don't tell me how my mother could be laying on her deathbed. And he turned things around, completely heals her body. And she up moving and grooving better than me. And these are just a couple testimonies. Don't tell me how a mother can lose her son. Heartbreaking doesn't mean that the pain isn't there, but still has the strength to carry on, to open up businesses, to be a mentor, impact her community to still have a smile on her face. Don't tell me what he can and cannot do when I know it for myself. So for that, I say, take no thought for tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to take care of itself just as God has taken care of you. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tied, because God will take care of you. When you realize just how mighty he is and how he specializes in the impossible, how he qualifies the unqualified. Come on now. Some of you are in positions that you know you wasn't qualified for. Some of you have possessions that you know you don't deserve. According to paper, according to man. But he qualifies the unqualified. How he's kept you during this unforeseen pandemic. When you realize those things, then will you find comfort and freely trust him. How do we do that? How do we get to that point? It is a work in progress. Believe you me, I know. Until I got to the point where I just said, you know what, God, I trust you because, <laughs> listen, doing it on my own is more frustrating Doing it on my own leads me into disaster. I got to trust your will and your way. When you do these things, when you realize who he is and who he has made you, that's when you find comfort. You find his love, his grace, his peace, his mercy. You trust him. The issue is we put more energy into our problems. We put more energy into the negative. We tell ourselves, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm thinking logically. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in your logical realness, you've also amped up your problems and situations. The thing that I always tell people is take control, take back your power. Anything that God has given you the ability to control your mindset, the atmosphere, 
how you respond to things. That has so much power. It has the ability to literally shift things. That's all we got to do. Somebody comes with some bad news and I know that it's literally going to rock my world. How am I going to respond to that? What is my approach to this? And sometimes it doesn't deserve a response at all. It just deserves listening. Peace and quiet until you receive direction. So we put energy into the problem, but we need to understand, realize, recognize, know it, walk in it, own it, that God is the problem solver. So again, take this with you as we keep marching in 2021. We've been prepared. So what I say unto one, I say unto all, watch as well as pray. God bless and cover you. Happy New Year.